A boy and his talking dog. A race for his life. A movie that kind of blows. All of this and more on this month's episode of Kids and Their Dog. This is our story. Hey everybody, this is, I'm Cassidy, I'm your talking, let me start over, (laughs) hold on. (laughs) Hi everyone, I'm your Hanna-Barbera talking animal, Cassidy. And I'm Lava. And boy howdy, does this movie, it's just as bad as I thought it was. (laughs) There's literally only one thing I remember about this movie from my childhood, and everything else is just non-existent in my memory, until this week. Before we get into any of that, I guess I'm going to talk about some news stuff. I don't think we talked about it last time. I don't think it existed last time. Um, At least not at the time of our recording. Yeah. Uh, They released a trailer for the next Scooby-Doo film. It is the 13th Ghost or something like that. It's got 13th Ghost in the name because it is is finally the finale of the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. Flim Flam finally got out of jail. <laughs> uh, that's really it. That's like the only news thing. Uh, we do have some Twitter questions. First one is from Charlie at Magical underscore Pride. Friend of the show, former guest Charlie asks, You're stuck in an elevator with one of the members of the gang. Who is it, and how long do you last, or do you manage to get free before going mad? My instinct was Scrappy-Doo. Mmm. Hard mode, okay. Hard mode, yeah. It's like, uh, not very long is basically how long. I don't think, yeah, it would be too much. Fun fact about Scrappy-Doo, I usually watch these uh, movies on fast speed. And for the record, he is very annoying at fast speed. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of the time I watched Ghoul School in different languages just to see what the differences were. (laughs) (laughs) I think for the sake of the answer, I want to say either Fred or Velma because both ways I think we break out of the elevator. Mm Mm-hmm. Probably. One involves a less daring do than the other, though. We have a question from Christina Woods at Seawoods Art. You have to build a Scooby squad. Who's on your squad and what roles do they fill? All right. I'm going to assume this is a squad with us in it. So we need to pick, I'm going to say, four other people. Mm. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to go with, well, let me finish figuring out who all it would be. <laughs> So I have two answers. I need another two. Hmm. Who would be our talking animal? Hmm. There are two ways to go about this. Yeah. One is where I say just a human person's name. <laughs> and they just become a talking animal. Or I have to think of another fictional talking animal. And I'm not sure which way we want to do this. Hmm. 
Okay, I got it. Hold on, let me right, look up the names. Okay. So, my team would be, it'd be Kwame, Wheeler, Linka, and Mati, all from Captain Planet and the Planeteers. <laughs> <laughs> and the talking animal would just be Mati's monkey. Oh, gosh. Perfect. I forgot that there was a monkey. I feel like I learned recently that Captain Planet had a few seasons that were, like, aired much later than the initial ones. I don't remember. Well, I looked that up. Do you have any answers? No, I really don't. It's, it's, I have no idea. It doesn't look like there's much of a gap, actually. It's just that um, there were two seasons and the third, se- two seasons of 26 episodes and the third season was 13. Mm. So there was a little bit larger gap than normal into the fourth season. Mm. Um, but that was still like the next year. Gotcha. I don't know. Tumblr lied to me. What a surprise. My answer with real life people would probably involve adam savage and guy fieri (laughs) but i don't have two more people in mind Hmm. i don't i'm bad at knowing celebrities yeah same that's why i don't really have an answer unfortunately okay well that's it for questions then sorry christina (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my <tried>. apologies <laughs> captain planet uh gang is a pretty good answer i gotta gotta say yeah i like the idea of taking things that shouldn't be a thing and then making them into that thing yeah all right well i don't think we have anything else this is a really quick intro mm-hmm. this month's episode is scooby-doo and the reluctant werewolf and if you can't tell how we're feeling already I'll just use a word to descri- from the title to describe our feelings, and that's reluctant. Yeah, basically. Kids and their dog in the reluctant episode. It aired on November 13th, 1988. It was written by Jim Ryan, but Wikipedia lists Mark Bernay, which the movie credits as a videotape editor. So mm. I don't know what's going on there, Wikipedia. You better be checking your sources closer. Yeah. It's like double weird because if you go to Jim Ryan's page on Wikipedia, it still lists him as writing this movie, and Mark Bernay doesn't even have a page. Oh, jeez. Um, it was directed by Ray Patterson. That one's correct. With the voice featuring the voice talents of Don Messick as Scooby and Scrappy, Casey Kasem as Shaggy, BJ Ward as Googie, that's not a name, and Repulsa, not Revolta. Hamilton Camp as Dracula, Jim Cummings is back once again, this time as Frankenstein, Skullhead, and Genghis Kong. Um, <sighs> we have Rob Paulson as Brunch, Frank Welker as Crunch, Brian Mitchell as Bone Jangles, <laughs> and Joan Gerber as Dredonia and Woman at Store. What? Now, I don't know who one of those is, and the only reason I put this name on this list is because credited as woman at store. What? Oh, okay. It took me a moment to remember when the heck there was a store. Jeez. Yeah. 
Um, well. Just a little bit of trivia for you. This was the last appearance of Scrappy as a protagonist. And really, we only ever see him again one time for now. Um, there's not another Scooby-Doo movie until 1994. Um, this is the last appearance of Red Shirt Shaggy, aside from digital ver- version of Shaggy and Cyber Chase. And once again, for this film, much like in Ghoul School, Scrappy is absent from all of the home video release material. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, Scrappy. He's still out there. They just don't like him. They don't like him and neither do I. Yeah. Okay, so we open with a narrator who's not necessary and kind of bland yeah it it's yeah we see shaggy driving what they call a double dyna turbo blaster yeah uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a derby race yeah funny it's a, race it's a funny car race which is a specific kind of race that involves like a specific type of car i don't know what qualifies a car as a funny car i think it's like the way it's tilted I think all funny cars have a higher back end than they do a front. Gotcha. Yeah, so Shaggy is a racer in this movie. Just randomly, yeah, he's a, he's a racer. He has this tricked out car. And he has a girlfriend. Oh, let's not go gloss over the fact that Scrappy and Scooby are onboard mechanics that work in the car engine as the car is moving. Yeah. Granted, Shaggy also does that later on in the film, so yeah, and I maybe have it's thoughts just about th- that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the narrator describes Shaggy's girlfriend as adoring but liberated. Oh my god! And her name is Googie. Yeah. Which? What is that? It's not a name. What is that? What could that possibly be a nickname of? Do you think? Gertrude. Maybe. I mean, her boyfriend is Shaggy. Shaggy is also a nickname. Googie architecture is a form of modern architecture, a subdivision of futurist architecture influenced by car culture, jets, the space age, and the atomic age. Ah, fascinating. That's literally all that comes up if you Google Googie. (laughs) Why? I'm so curious about what has led this version of Shaggy to live this life. It's like, it's the most random stuff that we just open with. I got four minutes into watching this again, and I was like, what the heck is happening here? This world is a very different place. And I think this one might be entirely digital and happen within the realm of Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the only reason it might not is because of Scrappy, and honestly, Scrappy's not necessary to this movie, so... Mm-hmm. He doesn't really do anything. Everything that he accomplishes, he accomplishes along with Googie. Yeah, so you could easily remove one of one of the two, and I'd rather have Googie. Yeah. So Googie is uh, the cheerleader on the sidelines rooting Shaggy on as his buggy drives around. Shaggy's car is like really tricked out 
in that it can literally split in half to avoid obstacles. Yeah, welcome to wacky races, huh? Yeah, and it also has a a drill that they can use to dig under the track. Using these uh, features, he wins the race. And then suddenly, there's a transition to Transylvania, home of the most evil menace, Count Dracula. What the heck? The narrator for this this transition is the funniest thing, because it's like, if there hadn't been a narrator, and it had suddenly transitioned, uh, I, I would have been very lost, like I already was. I think it would have read... Be- the same or better without the narrator because it would have been hard cut to Dracula castles like okay this is very clearly somewhere different mm-hmm. and then we see a Dracula inside hanging out with his ghoul pounds yeah and they're trying to find out where the werewolf went yeah what's really funny is that the narrator says what does this have to do with our race car driver this is our story uh, and we never see the narrator again, or hear the narrator again. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah. Dracula has a servant in this whose name is Wolf Gong. It's not even Wolf Gang, it's Wolf Gong. Oh my god. And <laughs> is they're trying to find a werewolf for reasons we will get to in just a second. But Dracula's servant is just a short werewolf. Yeah. Looks exactly like... Granted, I thought he looked more like a lion man thing. Uh, but yeah, he, he is basically a miniature werewolf. A teacup werewolf. Basically. Uh, it turns out that the werewolf they're looking for retired to Florida and sent them mm-hmm. a postcard. Considering Dracula's attitude throughout this entire movie, uh, yeah, no wonder he retired. <laughs> Yeah, Dracula is trying to put together his, I'm guessing, annual? Must be. Monster of the Year. Monster Road Rally, um, which needs all of the monsters for some reason. Yeah, they can't just do it without a werewolf. Then there won't be Monster of the Year without a werewolf. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, so they're doing this race so they can pick Monster of the Year, which specifically can't be Dracula. Because I, I guess Dracula is the manager of all monsters. Mm-hmm. I guess. And he's also trying to give away some fabulous prizes. Yeah. Uh, Vanapire. A.K.A. Vanna White in just a spooky dress. Yeah. Um, Vanapire, Pyra, I should say, Vanapyra, uh, shows off the pr- prizes. Um... Oh no, not prize. yet. Yeah, she shows off the first prize, which is a spooky spa. It's just like yeah. a goopy cauldron. Yeah. Dracula's servant, Wolfgang, is like, hey, we have the Grimness Book of Records here. <laughs> and it has all the information we need to make a new werewolf. Because you see, every 500 years, the moon is in position for three nights to de- turn a predetermined person into a werewolf. So, logically, you would think, oh, they need to find a top racer and turn that person into a werewolf. No. No. That would be logical. Shaggy's face 
is in this book. It's a book of records. It has a list of every single person who should ever become a werewolf. Shaggy is just randomly in this grimness book of records. His face! I don't understand. Why? Shaggy? What kind of name is Shaggy? A perfect name for a werewolf, vamp. So Dracula is going to send the Hunch Bunch after him. And all of the monsters seem very scared of the Hunch Bunch. Yeah, they are. They must be really awful, but no, not really. They're just a couple of Igors. Yeah. Crunch walks out making a bunch of Taz the Tasmanian Devil noises. And the other one is Brunch, who's a monocle-wearing sophisticate. That's the one voiced by Rob Paulson. So let me get into Crunch sounding like Taz the Tasmanian Devil. He's voiced by Frank Wilger, who does like a lot of monster and animal noises mm-hmm. in cartoons. And also did voice Taz the Tasmanian Devil in either a video game or a webtoon i can't nail down what it is or actually when it came out because some sources say 1998 other sources say 2001 um so i couldn't tell you but i do know that he did it once um but also jim cummings is here too who's like the voice of taz since 1991 um so i i guess they just wanted frank in this one because of his connection to the the show of scooby-doo weird i mean granted 1991 that's after this movie came out but also like jim cummings would if you're hosting people jim cummings does like a lot of voices i'm sure he had like a portfolio Mm-hmm. anyways that's me talking about voice actors and history and decision makings by management so bunch and crunch are bunch off of crunch. to bunch of crunch i'm gonna just call them that Bunch of Crunch, go off to turn Shaggy into a werewolf. Yeah, can we talk about Shaggy's house? Yeah, I don't remember what it looks like. It's like a two or three story, like, this is the kind of house you see in, like, New England almost, like a nice neighborhood in New England. I mean, he does come from money. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Sorry, last time I thought about Shaggy coming from money was when I watched the first episode of... Shaggy and Scooby-Doo get a clue, and boy, howdy. (laughs) Do I not want to think of that one? (laughs) But yeah, it's just a nice large house for him and his two dogs. Yeah. (laughs) Something of note is that at one point, a little bit later than where we're at right now, they they go to bed, Shaggy has this really nice room, and... Scooby and Scrappy lay outside his bedroom door mm-hmm. on a rug. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, you've got this entire house. These dogs deserve rooms or at least a dog bed. And like Scooby is always sleeping in like a regular bed. He like even wears like a nightgown and a hat most of the time. Yeah. So seeing him laying on a rug outside of a bedroom was like a dog, like an actual real-life dog, was the weirdest thing in this entire movie, maybe. Or at least mm. in, in relation to real-life, kind of. I don't know how I'm saying this. 
but it was very weird to see. Yeah, it's it feels wrong. Mm-hmm. This whole movie feels bad. Yeah. So yeah, Shaggy and Scooby, and just Shaggy and Scooby, are watching a monster movie. Um, and in the movie, the monster is an Igor. Scooby freaks out a little bit and spills the popcorn, and Shaggy is angry about all of this. Yeah. And that kind of sucks. Yeah. So he sends Scooby to go make more popcorn while he cleans up, and Scooby sees the hunch bunch out the window. Mm. He tries to get Shaggy to go look, but they're hiding around the window, so he doesn't even see them. And then they say their plan out loud so Scooby can hear it. Mm-hmm. So in particular about this whole plan is apparently Bunch of Crunch need to get Shaggy under a direct, specific moonbeam. Yeah, that's like buck wild, huh? It's like, that doesn't make any sense, but okay, cartoon logic, whatever. Like, it kind of makes sense in this scene because, like, okay, we have to angle where the light's coming from in the hole mm-hmm. to make sure it hits him. Yeah. But the next scene is, hmm, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Shaggy goes to bed and Scrappy starts telling Scooby about all of the scary parts of the movie that he wasn't watching. Mm-hmm. Um, which causes Scooby to be like, mm, I'm just going to go get food instead of listening to you. Mm-hmm. And he sees the hunch bunch moving the ladder to get onto the roof. Where they start, where the hunch bunch starts cutting a hole in the roof to try to get the uh, moonlight to hit Shaggy directly. Which I don't, I feel like that's not how roofs work, but okay. Whatever. Yeah, Scooby gets in there and pulls Shaggy out of the room before anything happens, but also before Shaggy can see anything. Mm. And... When Shaggy goes back in the room, they've put the hole in the roof back on there, and now there's no visible damage whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, hey, they failed. They have to try again the next night. Why did they even bother putting, like, the hole back in, though? I don't know. They're trying to hide, I guess. Um, so the next yeah. night... Well, the... Dracula threatens Hunt Munch's oh. life. Don't forget that. He's like, mm, yeah. your names will be mud, or maybe blood. <laughs> oh god what that means is i'm going to kill you <laughs> oh yeah this dracula design sucks by the way he's just like green green it's like a green count chocula yeah but yeah next night sorry to keep interrupting you no it's cool it's cool um you bring up very good points uh scooby and shaggy and scrappy go to the store uh to get some snacks Granted, they're getting a whole bunch of groceries, but it's next to them. Bunch of crunch. Mark an X outside in, like, the parking lot. I was like, oh, this is where the moonbeam is going to be. Let's instead go. Of, instead of yeah. just being out in the moon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's go get Shaggy to make sure he stands in this exact spot. And they run in and a truck full of watermelons, perks over the X. I think Scooby sees Bunch of Crunch, freaks out, and grabs Shaggy, and runs for it outside into the parking lot, and runs right into the watermelon truck. 
And ah. oh no, it didn't work. Because he's covered in watermelons. There is a one slight thing about that. Um, so Scooby gets spooked and runs outside, but Brunch takes the shopping cart to push Shaggy outside. Mm. Um, this is important because Scooby-Doo is outside of the store before Shaggy is, and Shaggy goes directly past them and still thinks Scooby is the one pushing him. Oh, jeez, that's right. But yeah, and then they land in the mountains. And it didn't work, so they have to try again the next night. And Dracula projects himself as an image to the bunch, the hunch bunch, with a bat laser. But for the joke of it, it doesn't include his pants. Uh, but he did all of that just to say the same stuff that he said the night before. Mm-hmm. And he disappears. And his boxers are left behind. Because, of course they are. That makes sense. Shaggy and his girlfriend are going on a date to a drive-in movie. Yes. Shaggy is bringing Scooby and Scraffy because, honestly, he doesn't want to leave Scooby alone. He keeps seeing things. <laughs> yeah. Shaggy is, like, constantly uh, drinking his soda in the yeah. entire beginning of the scene. And Gookie is, like, obviously trying to flirt with him and does not seem to be getting anywhere. Yeah, she deserves better. Uh, there are other people in the same movie that also deserve much better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think I wrote that down too. <laughs> yeah, um, Scooby is getting spooked because it's a spooky movie that they're watching, also featuring Igor's. Mm-hmm. So Shaggy sends them to go send Scooby and Scrappy to go get snacks. That way, they're not so Scooby's not making a bunch of noise in the back seat. Mm-hmm. This time, the Bunch of Crunch are successful, and Shaggy turns into a werewolf and growls. But then, he hiccups and turns back to normal. Yeah, and now every time he hiccups, he changes between werewolf and not. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an interesting idea. I feel like it feels familiar, but I don't know what from what. May have just been the same movie from years ago. Yeah, maybe. Um, Googie doesn't notice the transformation thing, but does get mad about the hiccups because she warned him and sends mm -hmm. him to go get rid of them. Mm -hmm. So he goes and orders some nachos. As he's going to the concession stand, he keeps changing back and forth, um, much to the horror and screams of the other moviegoers. Uh, Shaggy thinks that they're reacting to the movie, and he complains to the vendor of the concession stand. And this is a moment that I find really funny, is that the vendor takes Shaggy's order while he's a werewolf. Yeah, and he looks does away. not care. No, no, he looks away, and then Shaggy turn hiccups and turns back, and the vendor is like, what did I just see? He, he does a double take, and I find it really funny. Oh, see, I thought he did the double take because when he looked back, it wasn't the same person. Oh, see, I don't know. He he. The impression I got was that he realized what he just saw, and then looked back because he he looked back real quickly. All right. Well, we'll have some more 
discussion <laughs> about this here in a second because there's actually another thing that happens that makes me think what I think. Mm. Scooby and Scrappy get back to the car with the snacks that they had bought, but they forgot to get the napkins. So Scooby goes to get the napkins. And while he does, he walks by a very conspicuous group of teens talking to a cop about the werewolf they just saw. Yeah. Man, these teens have some looks. Yeah, they really do. I posted about it on Twitter, but man, whew, that sure is the 90s, huh? Mm-hmm. Only it's not. It's the 80s. Yeah. Um, Dracula poofs into the trash can next to the hunch bunch. And they explain, okay, so he's a werewolf now, but also, mm-hmm. look at those hiccups. And hiccups? So, God. Why does it matter that he has hiccups? Where is my shaggy werewolf? Yeah, <laughs> uh, he just sort of tells them to cure the hiccups and get him back to the castle. So they run out and attack this, the vendor... And this is because Shaggy's already in werewolf mode at this point. The vendor turns around, but I don't think he starts screaming until he sees the Igors attacking him. Hmm. See, the impression I got was that he finally saw Shaggy and realized, and that he was who was... Shaggy was the one he was calling a monster and running away from. Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to watch that scene again to really determine, but I don't want to. No. I don't blame you. Yeah. So Shaggy, as a werewolf, runs off because he just saw two monsters. The teens see the werewolf and start chasing the werewolf away because they're very powerful teens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why these people are chasing a werewolf at all. What are they going to do? Murder him? Uh, probably. Jeez. Eventually, a non-werewolf Shaggy meets up with Scooby, who then sees Shaggy change. Um, So in order to get out of there, they stick a bag on his head. But that is not a good disguise. (laughs) No, they immediately realize who it is. And chase after him. And so... Shaggy and Scooby run and jump in the car. Googie screams, but Shaggy's like, hey, no, wait, it's me. And she's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Then there's a hallway scene, but with the cars. And Shaggy uses some wacky racist tricks to get away. Mm -hmm. And then once they stop, the Hunchmunch flies by and uses Sleep Powder. And luckily they hit because that move only has 75% accuracy. Uh, they call it moon dust. Which, yeah. Okay. No, you shouldn't breathe that in. Also, moon dust sounds like the powder you would use to turn someone into a werewolf. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe that's what they needed to use this entire time. Um. So they fall asleep and they're kidnapped in the car and taken back to Dracula's castle. Yeah, where some physical comedy happens where Dracula is the butt of the joke. Yes. Anyway, they um, up. with revival spray, Shaggy sees all of the monsters surrounding him. It's like the whole gang is there. Declares, oh, this must be a dream, and immediately starts insulting everyone. 
Yeah. It's just like, oh, man. You see those two fools? That's nightmares for weeks right there. Yeah. Um, and then the monsters start fighting each other for like five minutes. It has the same um, kind of air as a food fight. Yeah. It's, it's very petty. Um, just so people know what kind of monsters we're talking about. There's like a swamp thing, a Frankenstein, like a Frankenstein's bride variant. Not quite the one you're thinking of. More like Revolta. Yeah, from if Revolta was Frankenstein's movie. bride and not a spider. Yeah. Um, a couple of witches. Um, a skeleton with a nice hat. That's Mr. Bone Jangles. Um, <laughs> just like a butter or a, a dragonfly. Just like a big dragonfly with legs. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. And that's all of the important ones, if not all of them. I think so, yeah. But yeah, after they're done fighting each other for five minutes, Dracula's like, no, Shaggy, you're here to race. And Shaggy's like, no, I don't want to actually buy. Vanapyra shows off uh, some of the prizes. It was like a two-week re- vacation to Hawaii. Um, a trip to Calcutta is another one. Oh, yeah, so it's a nice trip to some tropical beach somewhere that all of the monsters boo at, as if yes. they don't like it at all. But the werewolf retired to Florida! Yeah! Yeah. And then first place is a month in the black hole of Calcutta. And it's just like a dark screen. Yeah. And then the biggest uh, honor is the Monster of the Year Award, which is just a giant trophy. Mm-hmm. That if 100% is just bragging rights. Like, yeah. you get to keep it on your desk for a year kind of situation. I wonder who won it last year. Hmm. That's never revealed. Oh, maybe it was Dracula, and that's why he doesn't race this year. Oh, that's an interesting idea. They do call them Dracula's monsters, so maybe not, but I like that thought. I mean, we don't get any other answers, so... Yeah, okay, here's the here's the situation that I'm going to project right now, is whoever wins has to host next year's uh, race. And probably gets, like, the majority ruling on, like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Their votes count as two. Perfect. And that's why they have to have a werewolf. Uh, I still don't see it, but okay. <laughs> the uh, only excuse we get. Shaggy and crew still want to leave. Dracula's like, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, but you're going to miss the party and the food. And at first, Shaggy's people are like, oh, food? And it's like, oh, yeah, these bat burgers that fly away. And he's like, mmm... No thanks, we'll be leaving. Uh, so he has Wolfgang drop a cage on them after accidentally dropping a cage on himself. Pull the lever, Kronk. Why do we even have that lever? <laughs> and despite being caged now, they just get sent to a guest room with yeah, no security on it. There is a moat, which we find out. Yeah, that's their first plan of attack for getting out of scrap. He puts together one of those sheet ropes. And Scooby climbs down directly into the mouth of a gator. 
<laughs> yes. And so they try again, but this time they find a trap door in the floor, which leads to stairs, which turned into a slide. And they go flying into an elevator, which contains the hunch bunch, and taking them back to their room. And then a mysterious voice is like, Try the fireplace! <laughs> and they're like, Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, they really, uh... This was funny. <sighs> Why? Listen. Uh, and it turns out it's a ghost who is very generic looking. Yeah. And never shows up again. Yeah. And it chases them all the way down the tunnel they go into. And then they come out of a cake in the party. And since they're there, they decide to join in after all. But this... So... Big difference here compared to Ghoul School is that when they learn what the food is made out of, Scooby turns green and faints. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also get a musical number. Yep. Uh, Shaggy accidentally opens a secret door during this musical number. And so the gang goes through and ends up in one of those crushing spike wall traps. <laughs> and uh, Dracula threatens threatens them. He's like, oh, you have to race. And Shaggy's like, no way. But you'll be crushed. Um, and then Dracula convinces them that if Shaggy runs as the race, he will turn and him back wins. to normal. And, and wins. wins. He will turn him back to normal. And Shaggy's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, he had said something before and then lied and said, oh, yeah, I had my fangs crossed or whatever. And this time when he says that we see his fangs actually like grow out and twist together. And boy, howdy, that sucks so much. I don't remember this at all. Oh, and it's I bad. don't I don't want to look it up. It's because that sounds bad. terrifying. It's probably exactly how you're thinking it looks. Ugh. I must have been writing notes at the time. God. Uh, next morning, Dracula wakes them up. And Shaggy's like, wait, hold on a second. What about the sun? And Dracula's <laughs> like, oh, I wear sunblock. It's SPF 5000. 5022. Ah. Bleh. He also tells them they can order whatever they want to eat for breakfast by calling Tomb Service. And it's just a uh, bunch of crunch. Yeah. They order a bunch of pancakes. Googie wants waffles, which is a hill that I also respect dying on. <laughs> uh, and it comes almost immediately. And they say it tastes pretty good. And Brunch says, yeah, it's all made out of beans. So that right there, that's a tofu pancake. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shaggy and Scooby start howling. And it's because they're made of scream beans. They grow wild in their torture chamber. Yeah. And then uh, Brunch is like, we'll have to tell the chef that his recipe is out of tune. Uh, it's a really hard cut to Dracula explaining the course layout to Shaggy. And after the rundown, they ask, like, okay, can we test drive the uh, car then? Dracula's like, oh, we won't be ready until race time. Uh, so they're like, okay, well, we have our car. Do we mind? Do you mind if we drive the track and win that instead right now? It's like, yeah, okay. 
And then he sends the hunch bunch to kill them? I don't know. I was wondering about that. I think it's just to sabotage them. Maybe make them wreck their car. Uh Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of like fatal pitfalls and stuff like that. Yeah, like especially the, uh, I don't know what it was, a bog? It was something, but it's just like... Yeah, okay, I thought you needed a werewolf. Yeah, does he want a werewolf or not? Uh, Shaggy makes his car literally walk on top of some alligators, and we see other parts of the track, and there's more physical comedy. Dracula calls the hunch bunch a couple of bimbos, and boy howdy is that meaning changed. (laughs) After the gang finishes their lap around the track, they cut to Dracula in the hunch bunch, sabotaging the werewolf track werewolf wagon while dracula's like time to change the course yeah he he yeah i don't know how how does he change the course does he just i think it's all of the roads are there already he's just choosing which roads are used Mm, probably um and then he also wants the hunch bunch to keep shaggy up all night to make sure he loses we see them attempting to do this but every attempt we see fails but Shaggy is still somehow tired in the morning. So Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> he was fine the previous morning. Who knows? Yeah, I, I just want to take a moment and say the reason it sounds like we are just running through this movie as fast as we can is because that's what we're doing. It's not a good yeah, one at all. It's Y'all not. Don't bother watching it if you haven't already. <laughs> it sound, we're leaving out a lot because none of it is good. <laughs> it's not important is the thing. It's like... We're halfway through the movie. The in, the next half of the movie is the entire race. And it is literally padding. Yeah, so much of that race is just, mm, here's a thing, and then the thing is no longer relevant. Yeah, it's Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner, but bad? Hey, if y'all want to watch some bad, wacky races, just <laughs> watch any other version of wacky races. <laughs> Basically. Like, this is just not worth it. No. Uh, so the race is getting ready to start, and uh, Dracula and Vanapyra are commentate- commentating. Mm-hmm. Dracula is like, oh, the, the peasants are so excited to be here. And I actually remember them, these, these villagers, is that they are so enthusiastic it's like, yay. yay, yay, boo. Occasionally they'll be excited, and that's usually at Dracula's expense, which, yeah, I get ya. Oh, yeah, so Googie says that she and Scrappy are gonna go drive ahead and let Shaggy and Scooby know about any traps that come up, which, I mean, I know everyone else is cheating yeah. in this race, cheating. but that's straight up cheating, and, like, they don't know that everyone else is gonna be cheating. Googie's just like, Hey, we're going to go cheat for you. <laughs> and then she gives Shaggy a kiss to wake him up, and then Scooby's kind of gross about it. Uh, at one point, a little bit later, is that the car that Googie is driving and the werewolf wagon are driving at the same time. Like, it, it's just like, there's just straight up another racer on this track. What the heck? Yeah, well, as we learn later, it's an anything-goes kind of race, so... I guess. Dracula introduces all of the racers, and then is very upset because Shaggy causes a wreck. 
even though he had the hunchbunch sabotage the werewolf wagon? Yeah. <laughs> you caused this? Yeah, he did. It's his fault. We see that someone gave Vanna White or Vanna Pyra a real gun. <laughs> and she is really excited to pull the trigger on that and start the race. Yeah. Uh, but first the hunchbunch changed chain the werewolf wagon to the stage to slow it down and then vanna shoots dracula (laughs) and then the race starts the werewolf wagon pulls away which causes the stage to collapse underneath dracula and that's basically the level of physical comedy you're looking at every five every minute i'll say i won't say five seconds every minute of this film so that's every cut change that's 92 minutes of physical comedy yeah. Just go watch a Three Stooges movie. Mm-hmm. That, that like, 2012 one was pretty good. I think about the donut remover joke a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Shaggy and Scooby start pretty far behind because they got slowed down. So Shaggy hands Scooby the wheel while he checks the engine. While they're moving, which we mentioned before. But also, Scooby was the mechanic at the beginning. Why don't you just have Scooby do it? I don't know. It but don't... whatever. It, uh, it's but... immediately fixed, and they start going a lot faster than everyone else. So Dracula has the hunchbunch drop some thumbtacks. But Googie's like, hey, watch out for thumbtacks. So Shaggy drives off a cliff. <laughs> uh... And and the thumb tra- thumbtacks uh, sabotage all the other racers. Yeah, uh, but not for long because it's they still get ahead and Scrappy commercial break. Yeah, Scrappy uses a magnet crane that's just in the original car because it's just a wacky racer car to pull the werewolf wagon back up, and then Shaggy does some. Shaggy and Scooby do something that's actually dumber than anything that's ever happened in Wacky Races. Oh dear. They uh, There's a little pole that comes out the back with a little like fake foxtail on it. Oh god, I remember that. Which starts uh. waving in the wind and then spinning really fast and becomes a helicopter blade that keep, picks them up and carries them to the front of the of the pack. Which, considering the uh, what is revealed at the end of the movie, is absolutely ridiculous. Because why did they use that when they could have used the other thing that we'll, I'm going to talk about later? Ugh. Oh, no, I know what you're talking about. That's the other car. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's in like the Shaggy original... Turbo Blaster or whatever. <laughs> you say, oh, that's the other car, but there's another thing that's that also in have. this car. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's some weird... There's no mystery here. Only a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this movie. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. So there's uh, more wacky racist stuff. We see the Hunchbutch setting up an industrial strength spider web and... I do like this spider driving a pickup truck. It's very I fun. Too. I loved this guy. He's like, he's just earning a living. Now you see, this thing's got a 30-day warranty or 30 million monster flies, whatever one you reach first. <laughs> uh, 
Googie tells Shaggy, so he just stops and lets everyone else hit it instead. We see some more physical comedy. Yeah, that's going to be me saying this every five seconds from now on. Um, mm-hmm. Where the hunch bunch tries to stop Shaggy from winning. Dracula puts down a very tiny detour sign and tries to hide behind it. <laughs> <laughs> and is success- successful because Shaggy falls for it. Uh... And drives into, what is it, the tar pit trail or something. Mm, something like I lost that. My, it's... I lost my point of thing. Okay, yeah, tar pit trail. And there's uh, like a fake Loch Ness monster. It's like the Loch Ness monster or something like that. <laughs> but it's it looks nothing like it. It's just for the name, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's just like a big old slime mouth. <laughs> and they drive directly into it and the tar pit's just eating them. Scrappy and Googie show up and pepper the monster, which causes it to sneeze up the werewolf wagon, which then goes and takes the lead again. And for some reason, Dracula has to tell everyone else to speed up as if they're not going to be just driving as fast as they can anyways. Yep. I don't. I didn't understand that. It happens again later, but I, I just don't. I don't get it. Frankenstein starts shooting lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a good, like, visual joke where Frankenstein says, like, okay, I'm going to use the power that created me. And he says, lightning bolt, and a laser beam comes out of the front of the car that looks like a bolt. <laughs> <laughs> lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! Basically. Yeah, basically. Um, and they accidentally destroy a bridge after Shaggy crosses it, before, but before they can. Mm-hmm. And Shaggy's like, oh, well, if the bridge is out, I can slow down a bit. I mean, but, like, why, though? Yeah, no. Even if you have the lead, you don't slow... You never let off the gas, like, to just go slower in, like, Mario Kart or anything, right? No. You just hold down the button. Yeah. So everyone else just flies by, and they're like, well, hold on. How did you manage to get past this without the bridge? And Bojangles is like, anything goes. I'm Bonejangles. (laughs) 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 This movie's killing me. (laughs) Uh, I will say, now that I think about it, Mm -hmm. um, I mentioned that Frankenstein is voiced by Jim Cummings. No monster says more than a sentence at a time, usually, so you can't tell. Um, with the exceptions being Dracula and Brunch and Crunch. But Frankenstein <laughs> says like a little bit before he does the lightning bolt thing. And you can tell that's Jim Cummings. That's that's some Winnie the Pooh like as a gruffy old man kind of voice. <laughs> I didn't notice and I'm usually pretty good at recognizing Jim Cummings. So whoops, well, wasn't paying attention. I did just watch Christopher Robin like a week ago for the first time and definitely cried too much. Gotcha. Oh, bother. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Bone Jingles is like, anything goes. So Shaggy's like, oh, well, anything goes, huh? And then activates his spring to jump out first. As if he hasn't been doing that kind of stuff already. Yeah. Yeah. But then the witches use some magic and cause the werewolf wagon to shrink. And fall behind. And they just stop going 
entirely, even though they're like, maybe they could go slow if they're small, but they just stop mm-hmm. until Scrappy shows up with a bike pump <laughs> and inflates yes. them back to regular size. Yeah. I love uh, Dracula's ex- um, reaction to this is like, oh, that that's so funny. They think it's going to work and it works. And there's like, what? I did appreciate that because, God, that's me the entire movie. I also do like that Vanapyra does think that werewolf Shaggy is cuter than regular Shaggy. Yes. That's a I good think that, bit. That's funny. There's some other bits that involve Dracula and Vanapyra that are bad. Yes, very much so. Uh, we cut ahead a bit and we see Shaggy and Scooby are in the lead again. So the witches try using some ice magic, but the blast gets reflected by a mirror and hits them and like causes a big old pileup of snow. Dracula pretends to be a cop and pulls them over and just steals their engine. <laughs> and they turn on the car and it causes the engine to go flying, which, okay, whatever. Uh, but also he says that once... That Shaggy and Scooby lose, Shaggy will be under his control forever? He doesn't say Uh, we'll be a werewolf forever. He said, he will be under my control forever. Only with a Dracula voice instead of, like, that wizard voice I just did. (laughs) Googie and Scrappy get them a new engine. Yeah, they just have an extra engine. I bet you the Dyna Blaster Turbo or whatever has two engines. I bet you, yeah. It has to if it's going to do the uh, split in half thing. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Shaggy says out loud to Scooby, who, and granted, he doesn't know he's being watched by Dracula, mm-hmm. uh, but he says, boy, I don't know where we would be without Googie and Scrappy. And Dracula gets an idea. It's like, hey, bunch of crutch. Uh, take them out, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is a good, I'm surprised it didn't go with that sooner. I mean, granted, yeah, they, I mean, even if it was just because we saw them do the, uh, the pump thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure if they say it now or if they say it later, but there is a bit where it's like, Van Pyra is like, oh, here comes the werewolf wagons pit crew. And Dracula's like, yeah, they're the pits. All right. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Yeah. Anyways, Hunch and Bunch kidnap Googie and Scrappy to go drop them in Lava Pit Lake. <laughs> Which is just there, I guess. Yeah, it's just it's just there. Just uh, sits there. Yeah, Shaggy and Scooby chop down a tree, not with like a big axe or anything, but with like big teeth. <laughs> and it it drops the tree to catch them before they land in the lava pit. And Googie's like, okay, you guys go win the race. We'll deal with the hunch a bunch. Bunch a munch. Almost. Uh, some more pointless hijinks happen. It's. Bad. Mm-hmm. But it involves the bunch munch being chased by bees, I think. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is bees. It's like, uh, I don't remember which one is Crunch. Crunch is the. Tasmanian yeah. one? Okay, so Crunch goes to toss a honeycomb of bees over to... I think it's Scooby and Shaggy? Yes. Uh, I think at that point it would have been Scrappy and... Maybe. 
Anyway, they go they go to he goes to toss the the honeycomb of bees, throws it overboard and the bees all come out the other end and start chasing them in their uh bat plane thing, bat helicopter. And then they continue to be chased. Like the next scene we see we see that they're still being chased. It's great. Yeah. And then I guess at some point they get it to stop because then Dracula has them growing a man-eating plant. Which accomplishes nothing other than goofing on Dracula. Mm-hmm. And so Dracula's mad enough that he's going to release GK. And everybody is horrified by this. Not GK. Yes, that's right. GK. Genghis Kong. The leader of the bunch. You know him well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, He picks up. Genghis Kong shows up. It's a big old monkey. And he's got like. It looks like the general. Got like the facial stuff going on with the hat that you see on like cartoonish depictions of Genghis Kong. Or Genghis Khan, not Genghis Kong. Genghis Kong's the monkey. <laughs> um, he picks up the werewolf wagon and then just picks Scooby out of it. Yes. Okay. Of note, Genghis Kong just wants to pet the dog. That's all he all he wants to do. He's not doing anything else but trying to pet the dog. Well, he was doing that at first, and then he picks like, and then he just starts dangling Scooby by his tail. Oh, he does. That's right. So then Googie shows up and they're like, okay, it's time for Operation Skateboard. You know, that thing that we've done before that they've never done before. So both of their cars just have skateboards come out the front. (laughs) I don't get this. And they slide underneath Genghis Kong's feet somehow. And then they just send him flying off into the other racers, freeing Scooby, and then Shaggy wins the race. <sighs> yep. And so we go back to the front, where Dracula says, oh, I can't change you back. And Vampire is like, no, it says it right here in the book. And then Dracula threatens abuse for, like, the fifth time this movie. Mm-hmm. Bam, it's pow, specifically, straight to the moon. Yeah, that reference to honeymoon- <laughs> Honeymooners. Yeah, but... See, I've never watched Honeymooners, but every time I've Neither seen that, I. I just assumed it was like a positive thing. Like one of these days, we're gonna, yeah. Because like every time I see it, I it sounds like I don't know. But that's, uh, that's I abuse. remember it from Futurama. I didn't watch much Futurama. Gotcha. Uh, I it Dracula's not good. Dracula's bad. This Very Dracula bad. sucks. Bring back the other Dracula. Yeah. The other Dracula was a good dad. Bring back any other Dracula. Yeah. I'd even take um, Lord Valdronia at this point. (laughs) Have Lord Valdronia drive a car. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, the two groups play keep away with the book. And it ends with the gang in their original car, not the werewolf wagon, being chased by Dracula, who's in a plane with a machine gun. Mm-hmm. So in order to gain cover, they drive into a barn, and it just starts pushing the barn from the inside. Yep. You know, how physics. Like, yeah, that's how physics works, right? Yeah. 
of note, uh, Dracula does say, I just wanted to fang you all for your visit. Like, How you know. is there not a fangtastic in this movie? I, did, I know, I was waiting for it, but this it was never happened. was like the same two years as Ghoul School. It was part I'm of like the same program. It was the same Hanna-Barbera Superstars 10 or whatever. I'm How? fairly confident that there is the same, like the same music is used in this as it is used in uh, Boo Brothers and uh, Ghoul School. Like 100%, it, it's there's some music in this that is the same music. How is this movie so much worse than Ghoul School? I don't understand. I mean, it's the same time period as Boo Brothers, so. No, this was part is the, the same thing that produced Ghoul School. Really? Jeez. Yeah, this came out after Ghoul School. Oh, okay. It was like Jeez. a year or two later. <sighs> I don't know. Can't all be winners, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So, for Dracula the record. Dracula shoots the barn. Yeah. <laughs> Just straight up shoots it. And then the car turns into a plane. It's jet flight. <laughs> and jet then Dracula flight. makes a tornado. I... Uh... Hang on, folks. We're almost at the end. <laughs> the final stretch. Dracula gets struck by lightning of the storm that I guess he created. And then by destroying... Doing that, it causes the storm to end. I and then guess the gang's car ends up on top of like an actual plane, like an airplane, an airliner plane. Yeah, like a Boeing, like seven forty-seven. Uh. Anyways, they go home, <laughs> <laughs> and Shaggy says, "Like a really apparently, Mister Fleas here caught his collar on the wreckage." Like. A A A rhyme scheme poem and turns back. I wrote it down. Oogly boogly wobbly why? No more werewolf am I. I'm going to be a normal guy and immediately changes back. I am so furious. Yeah. It's like what even? We see Dracula get chased by some sharks, and then they're what? We see Shaggy, Scooby, Scrappy. And Googie, all watching another horror movie. This one's about a werewolf. This is like an epilogue kind of situation. Yeah, Shaggy's just eating a lot of... I'm guessing it's pizza. It might be cookie cake. It's hard to tell. <laughs> um, but he's just eating so fast. And Googie's like, no, you're going to get the hiccups again and you're going to turn into a werewolf again. Come on. <sighs> Which I think would be a really funny gimmick to keep happening. I know, right? Uh but instead, we do hear a hiccup, and Googie's like, I told you, and Shaggy's normal, and he's like, it wasn't me, and then we see Scooby wearing a mask. Scooby-Doo kind of sucks in this movie, huh? Yes. Yes, he does. Does he do anything? He doesn't do anything except for, like, be kind of gross. Yeah. Dracula then just shows up with the hunchbunch. It's like, we're back. And then the End credits movie. roll. Hey, what? <laughs> I guess that's it. That's that A sequel film, everyone. Bait? <laughs> uh, this movie sucks. Yep. Yeah. I hate it more than all of the others. Now, okay, I'm gonna argue. I think Boo Brothers is worse, 
Boo well, Brothers caused me like, oh, okay, sorry. We have to do some housekeeping before we get into it, unfortunately. Oh, that's right. Are yeah, you ready you said for that. some really bad ans- bad questions to answer? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Is this movie better or worse than Scooby-Doo Mask of the Blue Falcon? Uh, worse? <laughs> Is this movie better or worse than Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island? Uh, worse. Yes. Okay, so... Here is the bottom two. We have Scooby Goes Hollywood and Scooby Doo Meets the Boo Brothers. I feel like this one's causing me more physical pain than Boo Brothers did. Mm-hmm. But also, I watched a lot of wacky races, and this isn't even good. Mm, okay. You know what we could have watched instead of this? What? Speed Racer. <laughs> yeah, we could have. We could have watched the Wachowski Sisters Speed Racer movie. That movie's uh. pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I think that Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers at least had a mystery. Yes, that was going to be my first argument against Boo Brothers was that this one, or for Boo Brothers being better, is that Boo Brothers did have like a mystery and was kind of like a Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. Or at least it had the, it, it had some elements to a scooby-doo movie yeah and like its excuse for having physical comedy was that it had three characters the boo brothers that are kind of like the three stooges which mm-hmm. if you, okay if you have a three stooges wasn't good but at least it, it was an excuse if you have a three stooges stand in you better have some physical comedy this hmm, this was just hey let's have scooby and shaggy be here but then have a bunch of physical comedy happen around them okay it is in name only yes a scooby-doo movie so i uh, i will concede it being last it is worse than scooby-doo meets the boo brothers our new worst movie the (laughs) scooby-doo franchise (laughs) scooby-doo and the reluctant werewolf (sighs) Moots the Boo Brothers still caused me more physical pain. This one was just confusing. But I, I agree that at least Scooby-Doo and the Me- Meets the Boo Brothers had some semblance of Scooby-Doo-ness to it. I think, they, I think what happened here is they have opposite problems. Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. and the Boo Brothers tried to do too many things. Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf doesn't have enough. <laughs> it is five minutes... Of one bit over and over and over and over again for the entire half of the movie. Like, Mm. they didn't need to have three nights of attempts. They could have just had it on the first night. They didn't need to have half of the movie be the same joke every time. Yeah, you could have, like, cut this down to an hour tops if you just cut out that, like, first lap that they have Shaggy do. Yeah. And then also some of the race sequence. Mm-hmm. And also maybe some of the physical com- physical comedy with Dracula that was unnecessary. Yeah. He's like, oh, here's our big bad. He's going to be the butt of every joke, which is fine, but also, eh. It's, it gets old immediately. It gets old uh, the second time that... Literally, it's not even two minutes later, I don't think, 
the uh, that bunch of crunch um like physically hurt him on accident. It's like there's one point where it's like he gets crushed by the drawbridge and then he gets immediately crushed by the plane. Oh, he gets within crushed two minutes. by the car and then crushed by the plane. <laughs> yes. It's like okay, that was funny. Never do it again. Please you don't stop. need it anymore. <laughs> so yeah. Yay, we've got a new worst movie. Uh, That's exciting. I never thought it would happen to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, next month we'll be watching our first live action film, but not the live action film that came out first or the first live action film that you might be thinking of. We will be watching Scooby-Doo The Mystery Begins. It's a direct-to-DVD one. Mm -hmm. And we will be joined by a guest for that episode. So look forward to that episode of this mm-hmm. show. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what is going on? <laughs> you can find the show on Twitter at Kids and Their Dog, where you can ask us questions or talk to us or ask to be on the show. We are running out of guest spots that are lined up. So now would be an excellent time to try to jump in if you would like to be on the show. Mm-hmm. That goes for anyone who's already been on the show as well. Yeah. At this point, it will have been long enough where, hey, if you want to come back, come back. Please come back. <laughs> yeah. It's so much more enjoyable just to kind of like bounce off so many people, you know? I mean... It it may feel worse than it actually does without a guest because we did just get off of two pretty good mo- or three pretty good <laughs> movies with guests. Yeah, <laughs> this one, the worst movie we've ever watched on the show <laughs> by ourselves. Yeah, honestly, oh, this is interesting. Thinking about it is that we watched Blue Brothers, we had three good <laughs> movies, and then we watched Reluctant Werewolf, and it's like. We had to brace ourselves between the last two movies on our list. The, the worst two movies our, on our list. Please come on our show and let us watch good movies. Please. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> God. Uh, you can also send us emails if you'd like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is andtheirdumbdog at gmail.com. We have a website. It's where the podcast episodes go up or bonus episodes would go up also there if I ever actually <laughs> recorded any. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you can find me on Twitter making weird jokes lately <laughs> <laughs> at M-A- at Madlobotanist. That is M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And you can find me on Twitter at LavaBees, L-A-V-A-B-E-E-S. I don't make a lot of tweets. I just kind of wander. But yeah, like I said, we're going to have another guest next month. And it's going to be a live action film. The first one we've ever covered on this show. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And until next time, they would have gotten away with it too. If it weren't for us meddling kids. 
Hey everybody, it's Days of Future Cast here, just popping in with my onboard microphone in a very cold room to let you know that our giveaway is still going. I think we only have three reviews right now, so just two more, and I'll leave it open for like another week. But yeah, just leave us a rating or review anywhere. Just let us know about it on Twitter, and then we'll do the giveaway when we hit five. Anyway, yeah, thanks for listening, and happy holidays.